the worst moments of our life. Hey, girl. Hey, that's bad. Uh, so speaking of like worst ever experiences. That is the worst ever. I don't feel so good. How bad can I be? <laughs> and we feel the pain is best or funny. Welcome to Worst Ever Podcast. Welcome to Worst Ever Podcast. Hey, Christine. Welcome to work as. Wait, 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 wait. Hey, good. Welcome to Worst Ever Podcast. You need to do your. Uh, you need to do more tongue twisters in the morning to get ready. It's noon here. All right. Well, then you should have done like fourteen by now. We are it's once again via satellite, but today via satellite. Um, I am looking at your face via the interwebs. Yes, because this it's just kind of cool. It's easy to do it this way. That way you guys can see when I'm talking and I yeah. get a word in edgewise. Well, that's the sort of downside for me. But um, <laughs> I like that you're still wearing that hat that you stole off a man when you were drunk. Because today Mueller. Um, <laughs> well, it's true because Mueller um, made a statement today. So I put it on. Oh, I like it. Yeah. But wait, is that's not a mule? That's not like a Mueller hat. Mueller's like a different thing. It just happens to say Mueller. No, it's like a steel company. But I got it because oh, oh it's, a, okay. it's the same spelling. Oh, okay. <laughs> what uh, what city Mama. were you in when you got that? When you stole Dallas, that? Texas, Dallas, Texas, at the Anatol. I was at the bar drinking, and I looked at the guy, and I said, "Hey." Where'd you get that hat? He goes, it's a company I work for. We're here for a conference. And I go, how much? He's like, what? And I go, how much to take it off your head? He's like, 40 bucks. I go, here. 40 bucks. I, I love that he came up with a number. 40 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Immediately. That's crazy. 40 bucks. All right. So good. Uh, I want to get to our guest today. Back for the third time, people. That's I right. I know. We have the hilarious and talented Alana Ubach. Alana. Hi. She's Hello. here, everyone. Hi. Uh, very excited to be here. I'm so glad you guys gave me a third chance because <laughs> I, I am so embarrassed of the fact that I was like constantly masticating during the last podcast my nicotine gum because I have an addiction and I'm going to just shout it out right there. I, I love my nicotine gum, but I'm not <laughs> chewing it at this moment and nor will I chew it throughout the rest of the podcast. So, so I, my apologies won't happen again. I love that you you don't say you have an addiction to smoking. You have an addiction to nicotine gum. Nicotine gum. <laughs> when so wait, I, you don't <laughs> you don't smoke? I don't understand. Did you ever smoke? Oh yeah. I don't remember you smoking. Oh yeah. I was like a closet one. Oh, okay. And then um and then I ended up having I had this gumball machine. So anytime I wanted to quit, I would just pop, you know, a piece gum. of gum in my sure. mouth. And, um, and then, you know, lo and behold, my thirties, I quit and then I started up again and then I get pregnant right? and then I start chewing gum during my pregnancy. And now I have to get a root canal later on today because of the damn gum, because of the damn gum. I was like, Oh no, sugar free. It's bad for the baby. <laughs> so that, Wait. that was my logic. And meanwhile, I have a, yu- I have yuck mouth. It's terrible. S- well, Do you so have a sonic hair? Because- What's sweetie? Do you have a sonic a s- hair? Or just a regular toothbrush. I have a Sonicare. I floss when I'm in heavy traffic, right? Which yeah. is all the time when you're leaving Los Angeles. Oh, you floss in traffic? I floss in traffic. Oh my God, that's so smart. It's I amazing. hate flossing, but I also hate traffic. So well, I feel I, like, why not just combine them? Well, I got very used to it when I was pregnant because the first thing that my, my uh, OB um, recommended was, he's like, you have, you have 
got to uh, floss. You have to watch your choppers because you can't get a root canal while you're pregnant. You can't get a cavity right. filled. Right. It's impossible. Yeah. How are your boobs, by the way? I want Terrible. to talk about. Uh, I want to talk about tits right now. Oh God. They. I mean, when I say eggplants to apples, it's not even. It's like they're just. I mean, I, I don't even two feel like there's wallets. anything. Yes, two empty yeah. wallets, two empty pockets, two empty pockets, two empty pockets, two empty Awful. change purses. Just, don't you hate what? it? You know what's wrong with the, what's wrong with your breasts? Our children ate our tits. Our children ate our boobs. Are it you was... guys both done breastfeeding? Oh, oh yeah! yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, it is so overrated. Come on, I tried. You know, I tried. I did all the things. I was drinking the fennel teas and the the, the pills oh, and, the and the, having the beer tea. and the barley's. And four months, I could only go four months this time. You know <sighs> what? I, I'm I'm telling you that the whole lucha libre um, lucha boom, yeah, oh. that's it. The lucha, <laughs> the lucha bavum, leche, ladies. <laughs> that are, I mean, they come knocking on your door. The moment they find, I think, I think what happens is that like the streamlining of like like holla orders and Amazon formula orders, like basically come to them. They're like, oh wow, okay, we got to get over there. We got to get over there right What's away. Happening? Knock at her door and tell her that you pull know, her tits out. Boob is best. Well, Alana, how how long did you go? I went for nine months. That's incredible. I went for that's, nine months. That's and really good. good. You know what? Thank you. But I mean, I remember I, I had I had really my boobs were like my best feature. Yeah, I was so excited to get naked in front of someone. You yeah, know? and now I'm like, well, hold on there. Yeah, I'm gonna keep my shirt on. I feel the same way, honey. Do you think you think you might have a lift or something when in a little? You know what? I uh, look to each his own. I think they still look really good. Thank I mean, I don't you. know what you got going on under there. Are we filming? Can anyone see us? No one can see us. I mean, show no. you guys. They're not bad. They're not bad. You're great. What are you they're talking not about? They're, Your they're boobs okay. are excellent. Thank you. But I'll tell you something. Those are not, those are not sacks of sand. Well, they're <laughs> Those are not empty <laughs> pockets. You. you know what? Coming from you, I know you'd tell me the truth. I would. Would you say, okay, let's let's pretend they were just down to here. You'd be like, oh, okay. Like, all right. All right. Okay. Well, they were probably higher at one point. It's, it's a good no, thing you're a character actress. I don't know what you're talking about. It's a good thing I play the best friend. If I was a lead in movies, I might consider a lift. But I, I think I'd look like a joke. Yeah, I don't know. I've well, a lift I've, isn't good. It's not you're like enhancing them. You're just lifting them a little. I don't think she needs it. I just, I you know, I, they're... It's funny when they were up to my neck when I was like in my uh, when I was 17, 18, I hated them. I couldn't yeah. wait for them to droop. And now right. they're drooping and I want them up back up to my neck. It, you're never satisfied no. as a woman. I will say I don't I don't like the 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 naked look anymore, but yeah. The one positive thing um with my new physique now is that I don't really have to wear a bra and I kind of like that look. That's gorgeous. You know what Christine, I mean? You're, you're very European. You're tiny. You know, for, for an Americana gal, I've always thought of you as if I had my druthers, I'd say you, you may have been European in your, in your past life. Oh my God. That's like such a, a nice, I like love a that. French chick chain smoking with your glass of wine. A lot of jingle jangle bracelets. Yeah, a lot of jingles. Owning a boutique in Cannes. Yes. And just, just like, you know, having sex with everything that moves and just being for cool. sure. Oh, I love, love that. That right? that's very me in a past life. Yeah, Alana, do yeah. you wear the chicken cutlets? Well, I have a story about that. Um, <laughs> okay, I ordered some chicken cutlets on Amazon, 
And um, we're talking about boob enhancements. Boob enhancements. Mm-hmm. But they, they look like chicken cutlets. Right, not chicken actual cutlet. chicken. Okay. So yeah. th- there's a the Legally Blonde. Legally Blonde was um, showing at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery last Saturday. And it was like 4,000 people. And I had to get up and with, with the rest of the cast members introduce the movie. So Amazing. I thought, I need to wear my chicken cutlets. Oh, yeah. Right? So I, I put in my chicken cus- cutlets and uh, a couple of te- tequila shots later, I mean, it. one of them was like missing. Oh, no. It, I, I couldn't understand. Like, where could it have gone, right? Yeah. So I'm sort of walking around and I was like, I'm just going to go to the bathroom. So, of course, I... I pull up my blouse and it had fallen through my bra and thank god i had my blouse tucked in but it was just sort of hanging by my belly button (laughs) and i (laughs) grabbed it real quick and put it back in went back went on stage you know said something ridiculous and then the movie was about to begin we're sitting there and we go back to kiwi's house karen and kiwi the writers yeah go back to kiwi's house and and we're just having a really good time and 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 they said alana how are you it's like, good, you know, I'm, I'm wearing chicken cutlets right now because I'm, I'm really insecure about my boobs. They were like, oh, just show us your boobs, Alana. And I showed them. They're like, you don't need those cutlets. And I was like, you're damn straight, I don't. And I grabbed the ch- chicken cutlets and just threw them on her chopper block. And, and <laughs> the rest is history. So, Kiwi, I want you to frame those chicken cutlets, girl. Or feed them to so, the dogs or something. So, at this, at this like, screening or whatever it was, yes. did, did, was Reese there? Reese was Reese is like the Wizard of Oz. Reese actually, she is so hard to find that if you do find her, if you do see her, it's like when I back in the eighties when I would run into Gary Coleman. I don't know about you guys, but I get good luck for like two weeks. (laughs) So she's like a little leprechaun. If you see Reese with her spoon, you will get good luck for like two weeks. Um, no, I have not seen her. I don't have her cell phone number. Um, I'm pretty sure she was afraid to give it to me because she'd probably assume I would stalk her. But uh, no, I, I, I've worked on three films with her and um, she's, she's so adorable. I, you know, but look, she's there when the cameras are rolling and we have a call time and, and that's when she's there. She's so she's busy. I don't that's, know that's what I'm getting at. how she does all the things she does. She, she has a doppelganger. so many projects i know every time i see her it's like she's got her draper james she's got her book club she's got big little lies she's got this new show with jennifer aniston she's got the reboot of of the legally blonde now what's happening with that i think she has you know i think reese witherspoon has a double or or, or a couple she's got to she she has you know what we should sign up for that shit because we are her height oh i know we're, we're, if we're, I only had her hair, we're effing midgets, and we're gonna like work it. Well, you yes. are from Atlanta, Christine. There you go. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, Christine, I could definitely. Your I, reps should get in touch with her and say if she needs a double. Yeah, I'm there. <laughs> I'm all about it. But yeah, she's very, 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 very busy to pin her down and actually set the right dates for LB three. I mean, you know, it's it's uh, it would be amazing if that happens. Yeah. So it's in the works. We'll see. They're working on the script. Yes, I think Great. so. I believe so. Well, yes. I saw the pic that you posted the other day with yes. the two of them. That's yes, so yes, exciting. Yes. So um, um, was that from the Synespia yes, event? Okay. Yes, okay. it was from that. Man, that was a good time. I'm still drunk on <laughs> Saturday. So is your new drink, like, I, I don't know, after you have kids, I feel like all the tolerances for things go down. One, because you're having to get up 
so early. Oh, that's it. Yeah. And you, you two, can't, you can't afford to be hung over. No, man. you can't. It, it, it puts you out for like three days. Yeah. It's terrible. And I just don't feel like I process liquor in the same way that I used to probably cause I don't drink as much anymore, but we don't, we, we don't. don't, we don't. Hello. Yeah. Me and Alana don't let's do not insert yourself into this conversation. Well, my, no, I'm going to insert it because here's my new thing is just day drinking. Yeah. You like to day drink. Uh, yeah, I day drink. Well, yeah, and then you're I, hung over by eight at night. Right. And then you go to bed. Yeah. And you're, and you go to bed and you wake up normal. Everything's fine. Right. It's a day drinking. I'm a lady who lunches. That's, that's it. <laughs> that's very smart. It's, it's a little a hard to day drink with a toddler. To <laughs> yeah, it it's, makes mean, it more difficult. Hey, I, I think, I think now it's the sugar in the wine. Um, red wine, that's it. Forget it with me. But, you know, after two glasses of wine, I'm starting to embellish. I make an ass out of myself. I always make an ass out of myself when I'm drunk. So I have to kind of curb it if I'm in front of people who I've, yeah. I've worked with or what have you. But, man, when we were doing Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce. Oh, yeah. Woo! <laughs> yeah, baby! <laughs> it was a sorority house! Woo! We were I having a good time. That's, don't you think that's also part of being on location, too? Because... You want to go do something and you don't, you know, you're not in your normal. You got a couple days off in between and you're like, what the hell else am I going to do? I got per diem. What else am I going to do? Yeah. I'm going to go blow it on this bottle of wine. And then you have like friends coming in from out of town. So it's always like going out to dinner and like the wine with dinner and this and that. But, um, but yeah, since I've had my, my little guy, I mean, yeah, the, I, I've had to, uh, you got to curb everything. Got to curb everything. My new How old is he now? He's going to be two July 25th. Oh man. Jesus. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He's going to be two July 25th. He's, um, uh, look, I, 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 does he watch a little too much TV? Yeah. But you know what? One thing that I've look, every child is different. Uh, the TV was my babysitter growing up. I turned Mine out too. fine. I love Thank TV. You. Okay. We turned out fine. So I'm not going to be, you know, one of those, okay, only 30 minutes of screen time or no TV whatsoever. That's fine for your kid. But for me, I, I really learned about how important the imagination is and how important, um, how emotional investment is yeah. in, in the people you love. And he's kind of interested in that. Like he was watching Shrek <laughs> last yeah. night and Shrek gets captured by all of the nightsmen. And he's like, oh no, mama. And, you know, sort of ran into my arms. I was like, he cares about that little green freak. You yeah. Know? And, and that's something. I mean, I really tried with Georgia in that first year to not like, you know, by by about a year, I was like, we got to do Sesame Street. We got to do something. Mama needs 20 minutes for the love of God. Right. Um, but with the second baby, it's impossible. I have a three year old. And I mean, yeah. the amount of Frozen that we watch a week yeah. is insane. And she watches it on a loop. Oh right? yeah. yeah, she yeah. just and I, you know, I try to curb it at about like forty-five minutes at a time. Yeah, you know, okay, let's stop it. Let's start it up again in a little while. Let's go do something else, whatever. But I mean, he's around. I can't like what. Am I? It's too hard. I don't know how people that have like eight kids. It's like they're not limiting the screen time. It's got to just be on all the time. I'd have that plus on plus a well, loop for twenty four hours. When we kids. and when we were kids, we didn't have the shows and the the amount of entertainment that kids have now. Like like I remember like waiting to watch Reading Rainbow. Yeah, or, I know. You know, right. you know Betty like, Hill. You know, I loved I, I, Betty I grew Hill. up on Betty. I grew up on uh, Betty Hill. I grew up mm, on All in the Family. Yes. I grew up on the Jeffersons. Wait till your father gets home. Remember that yeah. one? Yeah. Wait, I love that. Speaking I like the of show, the young ones on MTV, that British show. 
Oh, I don't remember yes. that. Oh, that that's when I, I, I remember watching The Young Ones, and it was like this punk rock. Like, it made fun of sitcoms, the, the, the formula of sitcoms. It would sometimes cut to a band, like a crazy punk rock band, and then it would go back to these roommates living in Britain. And it was a punk rocker named Vivian, this hippie named Neil, and then Rick. And they, they were all just pigs living together. And I thought, <laughs> oh, my God, I want I want to do that when I grow up, like I, I want to be that, you know, what, what's your, what's your son's name? Uh, Thomas after his dad and after his oh, grandfather's right. late grandfather. So is, so is he bilingual? Does he speak Spanish and English? Well, you know what? Unfortunately, I don't, I'm not fluent in Spanish. I mean, I can fake it until I'm blue it, in the face, but isn't your husband uh, a music? He's, a, a, he's like an a Italian from Cleveland. Oh, hilarious. <laughs> I mean, he fell into the Latin music industry because he had worked on diamonds and pearls, diamonds and pearls. The, the Prince album. Prince. What? Yes. I give you diamonds and pearls. Get off to. What did he do on that? Well, he helped produce that album. That's incredible. That's one of my favorite albums of all time. The engineering, the mixing. And so the Latin uh, artists had heard that that record and they loved the sound. Yeah. They loved the sound and the beat to it. And so they they were like who who's you know who is who's the guy that did that and so like just one after another after another it became like oh, you know a Latin amazing. record recording and he's like how the hell did I get here but he can actually understand it more than I can it's interesting but speaking fluently hmm. in front of the kid look he just started recently putting sentences together and that sort of I thought wow. It, Maybe I should start speaking Spanish to him when he can really understand, you know, full-fledged sentences. Like when he's five, maybe we'll start throwing well, things are, in. Are you f- doing? Are you doing nannies at all? What sweetheart? Are you doing nannies at all? Yes, he he has. Um, She's got the nanny. Remember, the nanny has her own kids, and they take him to the fair. Yes, yeah, that's Bridget. God, good memory. My gosh, he's with Bridget right now. That. Right, Bridget uh, so- is. A godsend. She is not. She's hot. She does not. Bridget is hot. She does not speak Spanish, though. But, you know, there's something called City Kids that's out here in L.A. And it's full Spanish immersion. But my God, it's like seven hundred and eighty two thousand dollars a month. (laughs) And I can't I can't afford that. That's crazy. No, you got to you got to fire Bridget and hire an illegal. Um, (laughs) Well, that's I mean, do they even exist anymore? Well, I don't know, but in the seventies and the eighties, my that's what my parents did. And she was not; she was like, she, you know, we called her Tia, and she was my aunt, and she lived in the house with us, and she pretty much raised us. So, so solamente el español en la casa. You yeah. had to ask if for wanted, it in Spanish. Ask for it in Spanish because if we wanted to eat or drink or anything, we had to ask for it in Spanish because she didn't speak English. Wow! So my like, you know, we grew up as Spanish as a second language, really more than English at first, and then my sister spoke fluent Spanish. And then had to learn English. Wow. So do you still, do you remember any of it? I understand Spanish perfect. I just don't speak it correctly. No way, Allah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's you know, amazing. You you look Spanish. You look like a well, Spaniard. Ha- you know, European ha- well, Spanish. Yeah, well, because I'm Middle Eastern and there's a lot of, I guess there's a lot. Of, and my great- Iberian. Great, yeah. And my great-grandmother um, is full-time, is full Cuban. There you go. And, 
Yeah, so there's a little bit in me. Oh yeah, for sure. I I I would I would either say Greek or like Iberian. Have you taken a a, a twenty four year in me? You and you and my vagina. What is that <laughs> thing that you do with the with the blood? I, I, ha- the, the, I have the semen one of testing? the te- I have one of the tests here that I haven't taken yet. But I have to because I have to set it all up, and it seems like a lot of work. But I have. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, let me ask you: Are you so you're in Atlanta? Still, yes. Um, yes. how much longer are it's, you going to be there? I think until like the last week of June. Now, oh. what are you doing out there? So Alyssa's shooting Insatiable uh, for Netflix. Oh, how fun. And I'm just hanging out, really, because she won't let me leave her side. So she's actually in New York right now. I was supposed to go to New York today, like I told you. I wish uh, oh, I, I, wish I could espouse um, Alyssa Milano. I really do. Yeah. I, I'd like to espouse her. I'd like to she's, Alyssa her Milano. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Listen, I would love for you guys to work together because you would have so much fun. Oh, yeah, yeah. She got man. That girl is a beautiful woman. She has talk about someone who's who's uh, aged very gracefully. Oh, yes. Right. You know, I'm just saying a, a lot yeah, of us has uh, decided to like, you know, really go overboard with the fillers and the this and the that, but the people that let themselves age gracefully, like I was watching Amanda Pete yeah. in the Romanoffs. So I was like, look at that. She just decided nothing. And it's so refreshing. Have you had any work done, Alana? Have I had any work done? Yeah. Well, I tried <laughs> Botox. Okay. Uh-huh. And I had one eyebrow up for about six months. Oh, I okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm not exactly a candidate, <laughs> but I have had microneedling and PRP, and that is fantastic. What's PRP? They get your. They get. Um. They literally get like a little bit of your blood, right. and they they spin it. Okay. So I've that all this. the nutrients from your your own blood mm-hmm. is is basically reinjected in you and and it promotes a lot of collagen production so it's not like some kind of artificial um uh, filler filler and they put it where do they, into your where do face where they do that at in your face wherever you you feel like you're you're a little too dry um you know i put like it in, your vagina? in the float in my vagina um around <laughs> my chin this is where we, the women in my family age all around the chin yeah. or all around here right and so that was where they injected it and i feel damn good it feels good yeah i, I don't i don't feel i mean i can move my face and i'm very proud of that yes um i hate needles that's my only thing like, but you I live don't on Botox. You tried it. I I know. She, I don't live on it, but I've had it. Yes, you've had and what? I, Botox. You've had Botox. Oh yeah. Oh, everyone has. You know. But the thing, and no. I know what you're talking about with the eyebrow. Oh my god! I scared the shit out of yeah. me. But that, I was they, like, what she, the hell am you I gotta go do? back. See, if that happens, you have to go back in because they have to do a different muscle. I was afraid because I thought obviously <laughs> this this mother effer doesn't know what the hell he is doing. I'm not gonna go back to these people. And I was like this forever, and I just <laughs> kind of fixed my hair so my eyebrow wouldn't show. I still worked they just shot me from the left profile all the time and it was fine but my god that's scary man yeah i don't never again i don't like needles at all so i've i've looked into the micro needling thing and every time i read about it i start to get that weird sick queasy feeling it hurts it hurts does it oh i don't it really hurts i really can't do anything that's gonna hurt she's gotta pee what happened she's peeing okay 
Give us the tour. Oh, nope, never mind. It's frozen. The key break, too, or something. No, I didn't. I just uh, was checking an email. Oh, uh, sure. But you guys are frozen, by the way. Are you sure? Are we? Yeah, I mean, on my end, you're frozen. Um, so nice there. Is it hot yet? It's hot, 80s. right? It's in the 80s. Fucking, it's 90s. 80s. Oh, it is? Ugh. My whole back is sunburnt. Um, you guys, yeah. you stopped talking. No, he's, well, he froze. Oh! And then now he's showing time? us his, uh, his apartment. It's so nice there. Yeah, but it's, it's hot beautiful. as hell in Atlanta. Do you have AC? Of course you have AC. Uh, yes. Are you crazy? <laughs> Put an ice cube in there. <laughs> uh, it's so, uh, I've had this orchid for, since the day we moved here. I can't believe it's still, see, I think orchids just do better in the South. It's humid. The, every orchid I've ever had, people keep bringing them to me and they keep dying. Hothouse flowers. They're very delicate. Very delicate. Very delicate. I'm good. I'm really good with the orchids. That's amazing. All you do is put ice cubes in them? You don't do anything else? That's it. I do it like every four weeks. I put like five ice cubes. That's it. Every four weeks, five ice cubes? That's a lot. It's like dating a really famous person. You know, every five weeks you can text them like, hey, I'm checking in. (laughs) That's all they need. But you got to reject them the rest of the month. Otherwise. Who's the most famous person you've dated? The most famous person I've dated? Yeah. Uh, All right. here, Here we go. Say it. Let's fall Say down it. the rabbit hole. Uh, it's fine. It's all Jamie in the past. Kennedy. Jamie Kennedy. Oh, he was fun. From Wait, was Jamie old. Kennedy MTV? from... Jamie Kennedy from the Jamie Kennedy experiment. Experiment. Yeah. I, I, I dated him during... Yeah, that time. Woo! Ooh. Ow! And he, <laughs> had, he was fun. We had... We just laughed so much. That's awesome. He was so much fun. Um, I dated uh, Seth Green when I was just a, a kid, like back during the Watergate scandal. That's when we met. <laughs> oh my god! Back I, when Nixon... I love Seth. He's so great. Yeah. He's a nice guy. Yeah, and uh, I I have not seen him in like eighty three years. Um, I Are ran you the into same his height? Gorgeous wife. Yes. Uh, she's just what what a she's gorgeous, good looking. I know. Anyway, um, uh, I've met Seth a couple times, and yeah. he's a really nice guy. And I really like that he was just like just a little bit taller than me. Yeah. He's like five, he's four and a half. Yeah, he's tiny. Yeah. And uh, I, I, I don't remember. It's so funny. I, As an adult woman, I have to run into him again to, to understand how um, slight he is. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Um, and and it's, it's interesting because we were just teenagers. Yeah. And uh, it, it's, it's just fab. Anyway, I ran into his wife one time. And uh, she's just lovely. And we just sat and she, you know, women, yeah. women are cool. Yeah. We're, you know, people, but it's funny when, when men run into each other and they haven't seen each other in a long time, do you feel this sort of like they're judging, hey, what have you been up to, man? What, what are you working yeah, on right, now? Right, what are you doing? Right. Yeah. You know, it's it's yeah. all keeping yeah, tabs a little bit. They whip uh, their dinguses out and they compare and it's, it's interesting. Do, do you ever think like if you run into – you know, um, an ex-boyfriend uh, and is now his like his wife or his new girlfriend. Does the thought ever cross your mind as you're standing there and you're doing your pleasantries and you're out, you're chit chatting? Oh my god, we've both slept with him. Does that ever like cross your mind? We both know what that person's penis looks like. Like three nights later, when I'm drunk, <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, like he put his penis in her and me. That's so weird. Um, the 
it's it, we're human beings. We're animals. You can't help but think about things like that, right? Just the just dumb thoughts. You know, it's funny. I have ran into like ex girlfriends of of my husband, and and um and they're just giving me the once over. Oh, and really? It's really interesting. They're looking at they're looking at like you know my hair. You know, if there's any gray in there, I'm like, oh, they're seeing, they're, they're looking at my roots. They want to know if that, I see what they're doing. Okay. Oh, look at them looking down at my tits. Wow. <laughs> okay. I'm going to turn around and they're going to see that. Yes, I do have a very flat ass. It's just a line with a hole, but I won. Does your, does your husband have a type when you meet like your exit, the exes? Are you like, oh God, they're all like versions of They're me. all short. They're just all short. My husband is short. I mean, okay. you know, he's uh, he's like maybe five, six on a confident day with lips, <laughs> with Cuban day. heels. He's five, seven, maybe. And uh, and he all of his uh, all of his women in the past were Lilliputian. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. It's, it's going to happen. All right. So Seth Green, Jamie Kennedy. Um, who else? Gosh, there's OK. There was that guy at the club. No, he wasn't famous. There's the there was that. Well, he said he was famous in Iran. Mehran. In Iran? Yeah. He, he said he was famous in Iran. And I was just like, wow, for the sport of it, let's do it. Let's, let's have some fun. I'm famous in Iran. You are famous in Iran. It's, it's, uh, uh, did we sleep together, Allah? Possibly. Probably. During the Sister Act days. <laughs> we probably did. Um, you know, and then after that, who, who, um, uh, uh, let me see. Eric uh, uh, Amadio, do people call Amadio, Amadeo, Eric uh, Amadio? He is, um, he is the producer of Snowfall. Oh. He was my first boyfriend. In, oh, my in, gosh. Uh, yeah, in Downey when we were growing up. And great kisser. I still remember. You know, when I was younger and, you know, working and stuff, it would – it would never fail that if you were if you were in your 20s, even your early 30s, and you were doing a movie, and it, especially if it was location, there were showmances happening everywhere. Yeah. I mean, it was almost like you knew that that wasn't something that you should be doing, but you just couldn't help yourself. Sure. And then life is a smorgasbord. Life is and a smorgasbord. Starving. Yeah, but that was also during the time of no social media. So that's like, true. Yeah, no- you could be naughty. And and get away with it and stuff like that. But, and then, like, uh, well, you, you could, know, the you movie could, was going to end You could also not get jealous because you won't know what they're really doing or who they're really hanging out with or, or vice versa. You know, it's just uh, – yeah, because we uh, – that's the first thing people do now is they, they Google and they look up their Instagrams or their social right. media to see no, what they're up to. Social media makes me feel like I have a parent – watching over me 24 hours a day. That's the, that's the one thing I hate about social media. You have a parent around all the freaking time. And it's, it's just, it's, oh, it's, it's hard. It's, yeah. it's really, it's, it's very weird because I'm older and I can only imagine being like, you know, 21, 22 year old and, and just being watched over and judged all yeah. the time. The thing that's, uh, yeah, it's hard. And if you put yourself out there yeah. and you've got opinions about something and you're like, look, this is not cool or this is what's happening in this world or I think, you know, blah, blah, blah. You just have to be prepared that not everyone's going to share your opinion or, and that's fine, but a lot of people aren't going to be respectful or nice about it at all. Because they're, and that's, they're, that's just the way the world is. Well, they're you know? given room to not be, to be disrespectful because they can hide behind a screen and they can hide. But if they were now, if we were in a room 
and I said, Christine has this opinion about something. Does everyone agree? Everyone would agree with you. Yeah, right. Or at least not say anything. And not right? say a thing. And that's, you know, that's. But yeah, the judgment, well, I, I, the judgments I, I deal with are, that. I deal with that with Alyssa all the time. Of I course. Mean, I mean, she's so she's very active and outspoken. And yeah. then, you know, it's crazy because, you know, we're in Georgia. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, you're getting in fights. Th- we're uh, yeah, we're getting in fights, but it's funny because she. I mean, at, there was a point where I was like, "Oh, we might have to have security," you know, with us. When we're oh my god, no way! Well, yeah, because she's so outspoken, and you know, um, and then I was like, "Nah," because everyone's so fake in person. You're absolutely right. In person, everyone's like, "Can I have a picture?" Or they're all yeah. nice. And then, and what know. what is fake? Fake is fear. Fake is fear based right. because obviously what she has done has been very groundbreaking and it's it's a threat mm-hmm. to people. She's mm-hmm. threatening. And and what does that do? That makes people very afraid. So when they're in person, I mean, they just don't know what to do. Very few people can be outspoken in public. And that's what she's done. Yeah. And she's made right. it OK for other people. Yeah. To have an opinion and, and come forward. Let it, me let me ask you this a lot. I'm I'm curious. Um because, you know, I, I read something that she put out there the other day that I thought was really profound. And it was like, she's equal. She said something like she's equal parts. Um, uh, it was something about being like, com- like completely fearless. And then the other part of her is like incredibly insecure, vulnerable about the things she's doing. She's like, it's crazy. I feel the same way. You know, I sometimes I'm just so fearless. But then the other part of me is like very vulnerable. And I'm sure um, does she ever read comments or like, is there ever a moment where she's just like, oh, I can't, I want to be outspoken, but like all these comments are getting me down people's judgments or is she just like, fuck that. Noise? I hope she doesn't read those comments. She doesn't read the the comments. I mean, I've read the comments and I'm going, holy shit. Um, but no, she doesn't, I, it doesn't, if she does, she hasn't told me if it bothers her, she hasn't told me. I'm sure she reads some of them, but you have to also understand that she's in the internet world. Like, she's really into it and she understands social media completely Mm, and the tweeting and you know, whatever. A lot of them are bots. Oh, wow. No way. I didn't know that that, that was, that was possible. Oh yeah. Yeah. So like, so if there's an organization, let's say, okay, say it's a Trump organization or a a, a very uh, Republican organization, they create bots all the time to, to go uh, to fire away at celebrities or other political people that are against their views. It happens all the time. No and she way. knows that. She's aware of it. It's a whole it's a whole system. A lot of wow. them. Now, I'm not saying that some of them aren't real, but f- for the most part, a lot of them are fake. They're but bots. a lot of those a lot of those, I'm sure the ones that even are real are glomming on to the stuff that the bots are saying. You know what I mean? It's giving them like, oh, the, oh that right. person fuel thinks fuel to the fire. Yeah. Well, Whoa, right. You so that like the, that that it's whole Facebook thing with like the whole Facebook thing with the Russians and right. all that. That's that was all propaganda that was to yes. get voters to think, you know, the way they want them to think. Yeah. Right, 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 right. So she's aware of that. So it's yeah. I think it probably bothers me more than anything. Like I want to just like stand up and hurt somebody, but I'm the one that's, you know. Yeah. My husband is the know. same way. I mean, he gets really like defensive of me. And, you know, if I put anything out there that's even like slightly controversial, which I don't generally, but sometimes I cannot control my mouth. And 
he is like, I'm going to, I'm going to get, he's like, all right, what are people saying now about my wife? You know, he gets there and I'm like, honey, just don't even get involved. Like it makes it worse almost. Well, at at our age, it's, it's all about, you know, uh, you know, your political opinions or your opinion about something. But when I think of all the young kids that are out there just taking selfies of themselves and, you know, they're with their boyfriends, they're at a fair, they're having a good time. And it's like, you look fat or, or, you know, you're, you're an idiot. No one likes you. Uh, You're gay. It's it's what euphoria is about. The the show that I'm, I'm, uh, yes, uh, let's talk about that. Hold on. But real yeah. quick before we do that, I was going to say also is we had – and I I got this quote last night from Lisa Renna on uh, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Of course. But yeah. she said um, Lisa. we had well, – all we had was mirrors. And now kids today, they have like all this social media where they're forced to be judged. Where it, with us, we just – either our friends judged us or whatever in person – or it was ourselves judging ourselves in a mirror. We didn't have that kind of influence. But let me let me have. say this about that. You don't have to be on social media. It is not a requirement of that's a, yeah, that's just the it. world. It is a choice. So it is of my opinion that if it makes you feel bad about yourself, it's your it's your um, opportunity. It is it is your decision to take, remove yourself from that noise. But. The fact of the matter is, I think too many people are perversely curious. That's it. At what other people think about them. That's just it. But also, but also, Christine, you say that and be a teenager in this day and age. No, I, of course. But that's going to be the same thing I say to my daughter. And I don't know what it's going to be like in another 10 years. It'll be like completely different. Might be simplified. But, I don't know. It, but I'm just going to always tell her like when, when something's making you feel bad, it's, it's your responsibility to change, make a new choice. Make a new choice that benefits you. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. because we all have to be responsible for our own well-being. And that's just that's like point blank. Right. Period. End. And it's, well, thank yeah. God you're not raising my children. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I mean, yeah, it's it's it, it, it's a breeding ground for narcissism and showing Absolutely. off. And it's and gotten I think actually the narcissism is getting worse because everybody thinks really they're a model boy. or a, an influencer. They that, you know, it's like, come on. Um, I mean, look at Olivia Jane. Who's that? Who's that? Uh, uh, what's, what's her name? Um, Laura, uh, Lori, Lori Laughlin's Lough- daughter. Daughter. Yeah. Is it Olivia Jane? I think it is. Or I love that. We yes. don't, I don't know. And I don't care. Anyway. So she's, you know, she, I mean, you got to check out her social media. It's amazing. Uh, is, is that Laura Laughlin's daughter? Yes. The one that was on the fake crew. T- well, she was on the, she was a fake member of the crew team. At, at- <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that's so good. But, that is such a like fun had, John Hughes campy movie. It really is. But she had, she had like millions of dollars of endorsements from like Sephora and because of her uh, YouTube vlog vlogging. Oh my gosh. And like, oh, it's amazing. That's you should so see good. The, that like, like her first week of college, she's like, yeah, I don't know how I'm going to do the school thing because I'm supposed to go do a gig in the Bahamas and ah! blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what is happening right now? It's, but I'll talk oh, to my dean because it. you guys all know that I really don't care about classes and stuff. And yeah, that's what, yeah, yeah. It's and amazing. by the way, so good. It, that's fine. She can be that person, but she just shouldn't have gone to college. <laughs> yeah, no, she didn't, right? she didn't want to. to go to college. Right, exactly. That's the whole point. But that's it, her parents' fault. That's all her parents' fault. But I, 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 you know, it's it's girls like that that then 
you know, girls in very sleepy, boring towns say, I can be her. Yeah. Exactly. I can I can do that. It doesn't take Correct. much. Right. It just takes, you know, a couple of trips to Sephora. Correct. And, you know, going on YouTube and learning how to do that cute little messy bun and putting the lip liner over your lip line and putting something really glossy in between and just saying, talking about anything. Yeah. And that's, that's it. There's a, so what's really interesting, what I find is wild is that it, obviously we just think it's going on in America. It's going on everywhere. Sure. So in, in Israel there, you know, they comment a lot on, on what's going on in television their shows are like 10 steps ahead of us. We keep getting their IPs. Yeah. There, uh, you go. there are so many shows that are Israeli that have come over here and been like revamped, but they're originally started there. It, it, they're so cutting edge. And a lot of people don't know that, right? That's interesting. I didn't it reminds know. me of Britain. That, right. Yeah. Know, all of their shows tend to be very, they're not exactly catering to, or they're not similar to Mexico and the United States, uh-huh. whereas. Primetime is catering to the churchgoers, the conservatives, the elderlies, right? You right. don't want to ruffle a lot of feathers. You just want to make it fun enough for everyone to enjoy. Right. But, you know, in Israel and Britain and and on cable shows out here, people have something to say. Right. And so the show that I'm doing, Euphoria, is based on a show from Israel. Oh, so, interesting. Okay. Uh, Sam Levinson, who is Barry Levinson's son. Yes. He mm-hmm. he decided to, to make it autobiographical. So basically, the our lead Rue, played by Zendaya, 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 mm-hmm. tomato, tomato, is um, is basically a girl who's who's struggling with um, some kind of chemical imbalance, and she's has, she's addicted to everything, anything she can get her hands on, mm-hmm. and uh, while her friends are trying to find their identities through social media, it's a, just an shit show. It, it gets really out of hand and crazy because, you know, all of, all what goes on behind closed doors, what goes on in these sleepy small, yeah. small towns, you know, there's a lot of sex and violence. And now all of that can get posted and put online for right. everyone's friends to enjoy. Right. And that's something that gets really crazy because one, one, one weird move from like, you know, everyone used to know, oh, you know, Stacy was the, the, the high school slut, but right. we never had any proof. Exactly. Right. And now these kids can just film everything just for the just pull out their phones and whip out whip them out and film themselves having sex, film themselves getting, you know, whatever and posting it and those lives are ruined. Yeah, you don't have any room to explore, make a mistake, yeah. right? Or any room for intimacy, like yeah. real intimacy. Yeah. It's all about showing. It's the Truman Show. It's showing everything that you're doing all the time. It's there's no there's no connection. I mean, have you ever have you ever tried to like have a conversation with a millennial like on the subway? Oh, I uh, yes, I I've actually had a couple of people in my life who are millennials and some who are not who are older who are addict so addicted to social media that like they can't put their phone down. They, they have to check it like ever. I'm like, what are you checking? Are you on call? Are you a doctor? And I yeah. didn't know it. What are you looking at? What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. like it's- put your damn phone down. I actually wish I, I mean, in a perfect world, 
And now it's like we're so tied to our our devices because of it's the easiest way for someone to reach you to whatever. It's like if I were to have a girls trip, um, I just want everybody to put their damn phone in a box. And like, let's just get back to like hanging out. We don't need our phones to entertain us. It's not what it's not how it used to be. And I feel like we I don't know. It's it's there's definitely an addiction to it. And there is a a proven algorithm to many of Facebook um, specifically that makes people go back and continue to check their old posts to wonder who's commented and who's liked it. And there's Whoa. it's almost like a, like well, a slot machine. Wow. Yes. No, it is the slot right? machines in Vegas. Yeah. That's what that iPhone is. It's ding, 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 three cherries. Right. If someone has there texted you, you back. Or it's someone's commented or you get a note. I turn off all my notifications for anything that's yeah, not like very important. If someone has sent you a direct message. I don't. Like, yeah. It's like I don't see. Sometimes I don't see it for days. Yeah. That oh, was crazy. But because it's is too that much. Why you don't, is that why you don't return my texts a lot? Yeah, that's normally why. Well, you're blocked. I've blocked you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I want to get back to Euphoria for a second. Um, yeah. So when does it come out? Okay, so Euphoria comes out, I believe it's June 16th on HBO, and it's starring Zendaya, and she plays the, our lead character, Rue, and there are a lot of really fun uh, characters in this. Maude Apaton, Sydney Sweeney. They're remarkable actresses. They play my daughters. Um, I... I play this character, Suze, who's a single mom and a bit of a drunk and, and, and very, uh, you know, battles depression. And, uh, my daughter, one daughter is sort of looking for love in all the wrong places. And the other one is just a very kind of an awkward teen. And they're both very good friends with, with Zendaya and stuff. So it's, 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 it's a, it's a really crazy wild show. It's not for the faint at heart, faint of heart, faint at heart. Faint of heart? Faints? Faints at heart? It's not for the faints of heart. And uh, it's... Uh, faint of heart. Thank you. It's not for the faint of heart. But it it's very much along the lines of train spotting. Yeah. Oh, wow. As far as the way it's shot, as far as the way it goes. It's... Uh, Sam has uh, written every single episode. It's it's a masterpiece. I'm very proud of it. That's really... And it's eight episodes? Uh, yes. Eight episodes on HBO. Yes. I can't wait. I've been looking at the trailers. It looks fantastic i've been seeing the trailers of course every time i was watching the end of game of thrones oh, uh yes. it was coming on and barry was my other one i just finished the second season of barry also barry. really really good um but i love her i shadowed because you know i've been we talked about this i've been getting into directing yeah so about three years ago i was doing as many shadows as i could because i was like you know what i i just need to get as much experience and sit on set and just just try to rack up as many hours so when I go in to, for meetings people when they ask me well where have you shadowed I have an answer yeah so um I had a mentor for many years uh named Joel Zwick he's like a legend in the tv business he yeah. used to direct a bunch of step-by-steps anyway he was doing Casey Undercover so Zendaya was she's a lead on that show it's That's a Disney right. show yeah so I got to sit on set for a week and you know watch what they did and just watch her work and she was an executive producer on the show as well and very young girl and uh it was i was so impressed by her level of uh, maturity yeah and professionalism she was so young she was like uh, you know 
in on all of these meetings, these production meetings, just watching her on set. I just was like, man, this girl is and obviously she's a big star. She, yeah, she, she's a force to be reckoned with. I, uh, I think this is going to be an amazing breakout role for oh, her. Oh, absolutely. Wasn't, wasn't she on that, that Disney show with the two dancers? She was a dancer. Yes. yes. That was the first thing before Casey Undercover. Casey okay. Undercover and that she did. Yeah. She was a Disney kid. You know, it's really interesting about the, the careers of these, of these Disney kids is that they, you know, they have to shake things up. They're reaching their 20s and, yep. and as a child actor, and you know this, I know this, is that the moment you reach your 20s, you know you have to start all over again. Yep. And what kind of, what what sort of, what do you want to do? How how do you want to be perceived as? Right. And and I think you got to shake things up like Miley Cyrus did, like Zendaya is doing, you know, I, I mean. Yeah. Uh, like Debbie Britney Ra- Spears. De- all of Debbie them. Ryan's on uh, Insatiable. Same thing. Yeah. She's Jesse on, yeah. I mean, yeah. Alanis Morissette. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? She was a Nickelodeon star. Yeah. Yeah. You have to basically, uh, you, you've got to find uh, the edginess within yep. and uh, show people something completely different, completely different. Otherwise you get stuck in the sort of, I call it like the, the, the um, uh, Molly Ringwald sort of thing where you're just, you're, you're constantly doing these kids films. And then before you know, it, you're like, Oh my God, I'm, I'm, I'm in my late twenties and I'm still playing teens. There's something right. Right. I, I don't know. I think and there's then nobody to wants to about. see you for the other stuff. There you go. And there's something to be said about aging and, and, and looking your age. Right. <laughs> yes. And, and, and Alana, yeah. does the show take place in L.A.? Or the show takes take place, place. It's in this fictitious town called Highland. So we really don't know where it is. It's, it's just it's a very spooky little town. Small <laughs> town. Woo. I love it. Yeah. And but you shot everything in L.A.? We shot everything in Los Angeles. Diamond Bar. Who the hell is in Diamond Bar? Diamond Bar. Yeah. We shot just uh, recently in this this place that was basically an insane ward. Oh, my God. And back in the 20s, legend has it that that all of the patients basically ended up, like, getting together and breaking out (sighs) of the ward. And killing like some of the doctors and everything. Oh anyway, my god! Yeah, good times. Wow. And uh, yeah, and they ended up just becoming homeless. They were never found. So that's where we shot. Ooh! That's creepy. What did you read for this yeah. role? I did. I read for everything. I, I I still audition. Believe it or not, I'm still knocking down doors. And people are like, "Oh, you shouldn't audition because the offer is probably out to someone else." I don't believe that. Not when you're a character actor. They have to right. see what you're looking yeah. like these days. Right. You right. know what I mean? It's if you're going out for a lead, yes. Right. Yes, there probably is some you know, some kind of offer out to someone else, but not when you're like the potatoes and the and the butter on the side. <laughs> you know? So well, and I think so, also with playing moms too. Oh, yeah. So much of it is revolves around who they've already cast they've as, already or cast. they're thinking of casting as, you know, the kids. There you go. It's Absolutely. Did you have a camera test with the kids or? Not at all. Um, you know, nowadays you walk in and, and you're, you're just put on tape. Right. And, yeah. and then it's, you know, because a lot of the times the producers, just like you, were doing a podcast and you just happen to be in another state. I mean, now right. everything is downloaded and sent to everyone. I right. mean, now for, for testing, for, for television shows, for everything, for film, you just you have one shot. You go in your film, yeah. and they and they they cast you from that. That's it. Yep. And they can you know email it to all of these other producers in other states and countries even, and they're like, oh yeah yeah that that one, 
Yeah. Who was the second actress? Yeah, I liked her. Right. Are we all in agreement? Cool. Let's hire her. That sort of a thing. Yeah. It's gotten to be so much more impersonal in some ways. Very The thing I don't like about it as a director, though, is that I... I always feel like there's something, sometimes there's something to be done in the room. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, I, I could just give that actor a note. If I, that person's got a great look, but they didn't quite hit that beat. But with a tape, you don't have that opportunity. No. You know? And you can only hope that maybe the casting director knows exactly what you want. Right. So it's basically you send them, okay, I want this, 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 that they got to have these kind of ingredients. Right. Try and, try and, you yeah. know, they've got to look like this, try and make it, make yeah. it work. You know, if it's a really good casting director, they'll they usually they'll be able to do something, right? But I mean, nowadays I I bring in props. <laughs> do you really? Oh yeah. No, I, like, I am g- not fucking. Give me an around. example. Like, give me an example. Well, for this audition, I, I walked in with a with a a glass of fake uh, wine in my hand. Oh my god! Because I amazing. figured she always had like ro- she always has rosé with an ice cube in it, right? And she's always, you know, snooping in on the girls. I love it. They're, That's uh, in their amazing. The door is locked. Wait, so you're in the room with now? Is the glass full of a liquid? Oh, I, I fill it up with water, and I walk in, just holding it in my hand, just talking, just as that person. I, it, it, you, no one cares about who you really are. No, that does not matter. No one gives a shit that you just had a son. No one cares about you, what the last thing you did was. They don't care. They want to cast that role. And if you can, it's your job to floss their brains <laughs> and to make them think that you know exactly what you are doing. That's amazing. So wait a minute. Let, walk me through this audition because now I'm, I'm fascinating. Yeah. Fascinated. All right. So you walk in the door. The cashier is like, hey, Alana. And you're like. With your wine glass as the character. Well, hold on. Let's go. Yeah, let's go if, back. You know what? And if they're cool, you, you, and you have to take, you have to keep in mind, look, this is Mary Vernu. She's a very oh. hip lady. Yeah. She cast me in Can't Hardly Wait. There you go. She yeah. is very hip. So she knows exactly what you're doing when you walk in. She's like, oh, okay. She's being the character. This is cool. So you want to sort of, I, to me, it's almost performance art. You want to give them an experience and whether you get it or not, to me, I always look at it, look at it as opportunities to, to, to bring in sort of like a whole experience to, and I don't call them auditions anymore. I call them sort of like little parties. Yeah. <laughs> You're invited to a party. Right. Okay. Yeah. What, what's, what's the theme? The theme is a drunk mom. Oh, I'm, I know what I'm going to come as. I know I'm going to dress. To me, it's, they're almost like, you know, those theme parties. Yeah. And if, That's you, great. and if you come in, you know, if it's a Western theme and you come in wearing your fucking cowboy uh, hat and your chaps and you come in, you know, sort of speaking in a, in a, with a twang, I'm, I'm going to remember that guest at my party more than anyone else because you don't want to blend in. You want to go in just, I think your enthusiasm, I'm not, I'm not the best actor. I know that for damn sure, but I'll be, I'll be a son of a bitch. And I'm not the most enthusiastic. That's awesome. <laughs> you know what I mean? You gotta right. be enthusiastic. I, I'm not great. I don't half of the time I get the accents wrong, whatever, but I I'll be damned if I'm not having fun doing it. And I think that's, what's more important, almost to me, just as important as, you know, an Oscar winning performance, you know, those are, that's well, like catchy lightning. Yeah. Have you ever had a casting director shit on your 
props <laughs> on everything on just the way like you know because back in the day like no it was sort of faux pas to like you know come you know overly dress as the character or overly or bring props or well, you know back in your 20s when people could be nasty to you and get away with it but when you are in your 30s and in your 40s they either think of it as insanity and they're being polite and letting you do what you want or they're like oh shit she's fucking committed she she ain't fucking around I and like that it. and and then they respect it but in my 20s everyone thought i was crazy and i'll never forget it this one therapist i went to I was so upset because I, you know, I was, look, I mean, my dad had died. I was 19. My dad, my dad killed himself. It was Mm. a terrible fucking time. Oh, wow. And for 10 years, I'd go on auditions and I would see all of my contemporaries getting hired in these really big projects. And I was just grieving. And I thought, I have to go to therapy. There's no other way I can deal with life unless I find out why, you know, he was very depressed. Mm-hmm. He was, um, you know, his uh, business has gone into chapter 11 and then eventually became bankrupt. He was, everything about his work defined him. So I had to basically take his legacy and say, I'm not going to allow the business I'm in to break me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I'll never forget this one therapist. His name was Robert Lorenz. And he was, he looked at me and he said, I'm going to tell you this only one time, Alana, all of your contemporaries right now are going to be getting really big gigs. He was like, and you won't. He was like, you're not going to be able to really come into your own until you're like in your 30s and your 40s. And I'm sorry about that. He was like, but what happened to you is going to take a long time for you to sort of get over, not exactly get over, but understand. Mm -hmm. And he said, and because it happened to you when you were so young, you're going to have to really... It's going to take you years for you to finally come into your own. And when I finally came into my own, I think I was like maybe 30, 31. And coming into my own for me was the day I realized, oh, I don't give a fuck about what anyone says or thinks or anything. And that was so liberating because oh, wow. mm-hmm. the stigma of, of, of a suicide in the family mm-hmm. is something where I, I mean, my friends started looking at me and my boyfriend at the time, like I was a part of the Adams family. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I thought, well, I can use that for myself or I can use, or I can pretend like it doesn't exist. That's the worst thing you can possibly do. You got to yeah. talk about it. And, and then, but I think me becoming a character actress, I never thought I, I was funny or, or was weird, but I think my father's death had a lot to do with the how my career was defined and is defined now, is playing these people that do have some kind of emotional problems or do have a lot going on or do come from dysfunctional backgrounds mm-hmm. because, you know... Uh, look, life you have imitates it. art. Those are your tools. Absolutely. You have that inside. You know how to tap into that. Yeah, absolutely. And now you, you tap into it, but you also, you make it real, right, for, for the viewer. And, but you also make it in, in certain roles. I don't know how what this role is like, but in certain roles, you take a comedy, a comedic sense, uh, situa- you make it to like almost like a situational comedy, but which makes it even more real because with those different with that with the suffering or differences we try to make ourselves laugh or make other people laugh to like 
stop it from actually showing the pain. Yeah. And you never, you always want to know that you have given people some kind of escapism or, or some kind of, um, new awareness of, 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 you know, you, you've shown them some kind of layer of, of what that part of life is. And, you know, it's not, it's not just black and white. There, there, I mean, there are so many different shades to everything and, and, you know, and back to coming into a room and, and coming in with that wine, it's almost showing them, this is what it will look like eventually. Yeah, totally. And, and, and you, but you really have to be prepared. Like you've got to be off book. What brought me, it, the first time I decided to really bring props in and to really commit I had British actor friends. They're always off book when they walk into a room. Yeah. I never knew that. But it's there's something to be said about all these British actors. Why are all these British actors getting getting uh, hired to do American yeah. roles? Right. They're prepared, right. man. They walk in. I mean, one friend of mine, he was like, of course I walk in with props. There's no other way. It's like, it's, 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 it's a first, uh, uh, it's a first uh, day of rehearsal in my book. And I thought, oh, my God. That's brilliant. I've got to step up to the plate. And so that, that's where I was coming from. So yeah. in other words, you know, it's not exactly looking like insanity. If all of these, you know, British actors are getting hired, uh-huh. <laughs> we, we got gotta, gotta gotta to, the gotta eat it. so when you're in the waiting room and you've got your wine glass, are there like other actresses that are just looking at you like, what the fuck is she doing? I, I have a big purse and I have okay. it hidden in there. Okay. And a little water bottle because I, I know for uh one time I, I walked in and I had um I had a couple of napkins because I was supposed to be setting a table in a scene. Uh-huh. So I had a couple of napkins with me. <laughs> <laughs> and this other actress is across from me and I won't name names, but she kind of rolled her eyes and went to the bathroom, came back with some napkins from some paper Stop towels it. from the bathroom. No like, bitch, I own you. <laughs> I mean, because look, it's it's all nice and adorable and sweet when you're in the waiting room. But at the end of the day, you all want the same. It's it's only one person getting bomb, that job. Baby. That's it. Yeah, that's what that's it's all funny. about. So when you say you're, when you say you're memorized, are you bringing the pages in with you? Um, I usually have uh, some sides. You know, sides are like ten pages long sometimes. Yeah. So I'll cut out all of the dialogue and I'll put it on one sheet of paper. Oh, okay. I'll just paste it on one sheet of just paper. your lines. So just my lines. So I just have it right there, or even you know, I'll just cut out the scene because a lot of the times there's so much expository. Yes, and that's you just constantly flipping the pages. I like, hate that. I yeah. hate that. I mean, at one point, I I had to lick my fingers and turn the pages. Uh, I was like, there's yeah. got to be an easier way. So Ken Marino, do you know the actor Ken Marino? Yes. Yeah. yeah. He had recommended one time. He was just like Alana. He's like, this is what I do. It was like, I, I just paste everything on one page and he's like, it's so much easier. Oh, that's smart. Because you're not flipping and you're in the scene and you just have it in your, your hand. And, it's the and if you need thing. to look down to like for a second, you can. Yeah. And all of that copying and pasting and you're sort of memorizing it. Yeah. It's, you've got to memorize. Yeah. I have to memorize completely now. I can't, I used to be able to like read it a couple of times, be pretty good with the words and just like go straight on in. And I mean, my memory used to be so good to where like I barely needed the pages. Now I have to be forwards, backwards, up and down. It doesn't matter if it's two lines or a monologue. I have to be, it is. It's not, it's it's not a pretty thing, man. Oh my God. I mean, I'm definitely better prepared. 
Yeah. <laughs> now, now that I then I was when I was younger, I, I put a lot more work into it, but I have to. Well, yeah, and everything was so fresh. You didn't have. You didn't have to worry about a lot of things when no. you were a kid. What did you no. have to worry about? Your socks? Whether I was going to go work out later, like meet up with my friends for some wine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. I mean, it's, it's you know. You did, you, like- um, did you have different directors on Euphoria or was it one director? There was, uh, uh, I believe, one female director and Sam did m- almost all of them. Amazing. I mean, I couldn't wow. believe it. He was even directing like second unit. Oh my it, God, that's incredible. He, he was not, he's not effing around with this. This is his vision this is a keyhole into his brain and it's it's a wild one it's, wow it's wild i can't wait to and, see it yeah it's cool and what were like what were, were like shooting days like like how many hours would you guys work 14 uh, sometimes i mean for for some it was sometimes 18 i mean it was, it was it was hardcore i mean these shot setups are so elaborate mm-hmm. um and uh you know a lot of the times the shots are just set up and you just walk in and do the scene so you better have damn well rehearsed it in your head because there's no time for rehearsals. You just walk in, you do the scene. And so it's like, whoa, oh, whoa, wow. whoa, oh let's, let's block it. Nope, it's blocked for you. Yeah. You're going to walk in, say the line, and then you're going to cross over at that line. Then you're going to sit down, and then you're going to grab your glass of wine, and then you're going to pour it at this line. Are you ready? Oh, wow. Okay, go. Oh, wow. So you've, you've got to okay. really. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's choreographed. Right. It's choreographed. Because like he had a music. very specific vision in mind of how he wants it there to look. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But it's choreographed to the cameras, not for the actors. It's choreographed, yes. I mean, you can you have room to play around with it, but because the this the way that the angle is and stuff, it's sort of like if if you if you give yourself the freedom to do sort of whatever you want, it's that it's not gonna work visually. So you're absolutely right. It's you, you have to sort of, you know, be aware of the fact that okay, it's it's this funky Dutch angle and mm-hmm. I can't exactly you know, mm-hmm. lean back, you know, I, I have to. And when you look at it, we looked at the playback. It was amazing. Sure. It turned out fine. You know, actors walk into a set and they think that they, they don't know the scene. You know it, you know it, you know, I think half of the, the reason, you know, crap isn't, isn't entirely fantastic when it's done is I, I think just people just are, are picking at a scab until it bleeds. The same thing goes with record with records. The same thing goes with, you know, you know, with films and everything where, Oh my God, they're in the editing rooms forever. And, you know, or you're rehearsing and rehearsing and rehearsing until all the funny has disappeared. Have yeah. you gotten to that point? Oh yeah. How about the testing and the network and stuff? And by Awful. the time you do that scene that you auditioned with, it's, it's like so, so bad. bad. It's so stale. It's You've so gone over stale. it a million times. Yeah. It's Ooh. communion wafers. Yeah, totally. Communion wafers. Communion wafers. So, so that, that, that has to sort of make it hard, though, as an actor, because you have to be technical on top of being the actor. And the character. Yeah. And luckily for me, I'm always at the dinner table saying something stupid to the girls. You know what I mean? So I'm just right. there. I, I'm like Archie Bunker. I'm either in front of the TV saying something nasty while they're walking out or they're coming in. Where were you? You know, that kind of a thing. And uh, or I'm at the dinner table sitting in one spot. So I was lucky. But these kids. Oh, my God. Um, Hunter Schaefer is in it, and and she's just absolutely wonderful. She plays a transgender uh, character who's becomes best friends with Rue, and um, oh yes, the yeah. dance sequences, the running scenes—they're at a carnival. Yeah. I mean, you know, everything. A lot of these things are done in slow mo, and um, 
you know, I, I mean, to me, it, it's it's a very much like a music video. Right. Is it is it narrated or is it just It is narrated. You you hear her voice. I mean, and it's, you know, everything is is done through her POV, but it's the POV yeah. of an addict who's kind of in denial about a lot of things. So it's very interesting to hear her her like point of view on on um, you know, diff- different different uh different households you go every single episode is basically you know the backstory of one of her friends in high school uh-huh and why she she's turned out the way she has and stuff oh, i can't wait to see it's this. really interesting it's orange is the new black in that in that regard right yeah you know i love that find out how did these girls get here yeah that was my favorite so you part. got you guys wrapped the season already we did. We wrapped the season as of like a week ago. <laughs> Crazy. Oh my god! Yeah, and uh, and you know everything's ready to go. I think the premiere is on the third, and the first pilot is the lightest out of all of the shows. It's mm-hmm. very light compared to what happens. I, I a lot of the 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 uh, scripts I couldn't finish. I, I couldn't finish them because I just couldn't stomach what I was reading. Oh my gosh. It was, it was that tough. I was like, I can't believe kids do this. Is, is it based on a true story or is it? It's, it's from the, the mad scientist mind of, of Sam, of Sam Levinson. I mean, I, I, wow. I, I can't believe is this is his first show. It's nuts. Well, he's Barry Levinson's son. So yeah. it, you know, Apple, I guess, doesn't far too far. Yeah. And he had, he struggled with addiction when he was younger. He's very okay. open about it. Okay. And, um, and is he, he in his thirties? I believe he's he yes I believe he's in his uh, mid to late thirties mm-hmm. I'm I'm thinking, and uh, and he he's writing his story and I'm sure a lot of the people who he met along the way you know wow. his journey as a kid wow so it's I it's 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 spooky I yeah. mean if anything it, it sort of wakes you up that you can't believe this kind of stuff is going on but it is and uh, you know yeah it's what's time to the, talk about it. Uh, I'm just curious, like from the outside of all this that's going on. Yeah. What's the hair and makeup trailer like? Oh I mean, God. It, do you know what I mean? Like, You're doing it all just this seems like, dark, like insanity. Best question right. ever. I mean, there, look, hair and makeup. It, Sam wanted, I, I think what he wanted to do is he was like, I want the kids to pause and say, what do they do to their eyes? Wow. What is that? What do they do to their hair? What is it? You know, so I think it's very trendsetting what's going on in this. I mean, the the kids look, they're from these very small towns. They have a lot of time on their hands to be creative with how they look. The wardrobe, I mean, just the makeup, the costumes, it's they had basically a collage of what each character was going to look like yeah. throughout the the series. So um it, it's really un- it's really interesting. Hunter especially um is uh she, the costumes and the the makeup and uh, hair changes that she's gone through is just it's kind of jaw dropping. It's wild. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's it's a it's like the arena at four o'clock in the morning on Santa Monica. Remember the arena? Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, just yeah. a lot of glitter, a lot of ribbons, a lot of barrettes. <laughs> Barrette. oh you know god. the arena back in the nineties. <sighs> That was my and place. It, it takes place present day. Present day, yeah. It's it's happening right now. So everything is about social media and finding your identity, and just a lot of sex and violence and drugs. Wow, man. a lot of drugs. Wow, man. Um, yeah. Okay, so that's coming out, and then uh, and then yeah. you know, I speaking of social media, um, Alana, you have a lot of followers. For Thank someone you. who says that she doesn't really like all the social media, you. You really have a fan base. Guide to divorce. Thank you very much. I yeah. have two people following me. 
<laughs> and then all of a sudden, like, woo, all right, let's party. But uh, yeah, no, I, 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 you know, it's, it's yeah, two people, those two followers. And I think you're still following me. Henry, Gladys, <laughs> I love you, man. I love you guys. Okay, so Alana, that means like when this airs, you've got to post. Do you understand? Oh, that, yes, right? yes, yes. Yes, I promise. I promise you guys. I mean, we had to like text Alana like three times. Okay, so your episode's up. But I'm old. Uh. Like you have to understand, I'm not very savvy. Like I, I, I saw all of these requests and <laughs> on, on my message board. And I thought, requests? What is that? Why are they asking to be my friend? You can follow me anyway. I don't understand why they have to ask to follow me. It's an open account. It's not private. So I had like are all you of sure? these requests for like a year. And I did, and then I finally clicked on them. They were messages from people. Oh, I yeah, couldn't I had believe that. it. Got it. Uh, no, I've seen the same thing. I don't know how to do Instagram. I like, I don't understand the Instagram. Oh, at Instagram all. is so much fun. Twitter, I don't understand. It's it gets really nasty. So I, I'm I'm a little scared of Twitter, but Instagram I really love. I really love Instagram. I love it's that picture, I like pictures. you posted of your son sitting on that beautiful old car. Oh yeah. That's awesome. That's a Riviera that my my husband's father owned. Oh wow. That he uh, yeah, that he um he took and he takes very good care of that Oh, Riviera. it's really cute. Yeah. Do you photo. think your son you think your son's going to go into entertainment? You know, look, I, I I let him you know bring his guitar in the shower last night. Um Great. It's one of those PBS little ukuleles. It, it yeah, wasn't, yeah, yeah. wasn't going to get ruined, but it wasn't an electric guitar. Look, I'm not a, I'm not a <laughs> schmuck. But, but uh, you know, I, I let him hold it while I was uh, washing him. So I don't know. He, he, he tends to go everywhere holding this little guitar. Oh, my God. And it's, got the I, musical bug. I don't know what it is. I, it might be Coco. He yeah. watched Coco. And so right. I think he was influenced by that little boy with the guitar. And so he's been walking around holding that guitar wherever he goes. That's so funny. Does he play and, it? Never. <laughs> Just hold and it. do you think you'll have another? No. Oh, one and done. I can't believe really? how expensive children are. You don't understand. Like, I, I, I just can't wrap my head around how expensive it is to have a child. Well, don't you do go to gifting suites or get free stuff, Christine? That's all she does every week. Is is that that's what you take not, advantage what, of? I, what are you talking well, the about? The only way I find out about gifting that's suites not true is if I have a publicist all. that I pay monthly. So technically, I am paying for those gifts, like well, forty right. five hundred bucks a month. Oh like, God, it's expensive. no! Yeah, you're you're just lying to the people, Allah. That's not. No, I'm not, tr- Christine. Show her how to do it, like to get the what free gifting stuff. Suites? We're talking about this when we go off the air. I there's think it's gifting important. suites. You're an idiot. <laughs> Well, whatever, whatever it is, or just go to the, you know, go to the companies you like, send them a note. No, listen, if you want to be, I I know what you're saying. If you, if you are, if you are a working mom. I feel doing that kind of stuff, you guys. I just feel, I feel like, really? If you're a working. Call me and like ask for something. (laughs) If you're a working mom, it is expensive to have children because the childcare is like sometimes you it. wonder, is this is this job even worth it? I at asked this my point? account. I said, or is childcare you know a write off? And he said, well, if they're if they're willing to fill out a W two, yes, it depends yes. on how you pay them. Which is why if you're saying you know an illegal immigrant to hire, they have to be off the books. So you have to give them cash. You know, there's there's no other way around it. You don't want them to sign a w, fill out a W two and have to pay taxes on it. 
Well, know, a, lot so- of child, a lot of child care providers, even, I mean, illegal status non notwithstanding, um, don't want to fill out a W-2. No! Because you have to pay a lot of taxes on you. You do. Like, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And for a lot of people, that's just their side gig. You yeah. Know? And so, I have to ask them right off the bat, are you, are you cool filling out a W-2 at the end of the day? Can I use you as a rat? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Or no. Right. Um, and, and most of them are fine. And then they cuss you out in their cars after <laughs> after a day's work. Damn that alone. Oh, Alana, it is always a pleasure to have you on so the pod. So much fun. I love talking to you guys. I like I like, I like making talking. some really strong coffee. As you said, uh, when we started this thing, I'm like, God, this coffee's strong. You're like, I feel like I'm doing drugs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and just shooting the shit. I, feel, yeah, I, well, I really love shooting uh, well, the Alana, shit. Alana, let, so let, before you leave, Alana, yeah. t- just tell us why you love talking to us. I'll tell you why I love talking to you guys. Go ahead. You have this... Um, Really interesting way of breaking things down in the business that not a lot of – you have a lot of insight. And you yeah. guys are very, very articulate. And you there's just really good jujus. I never feel like I have to perform. I never feel like I'm being judged. And, um, you know, I share things with you guys that not a lot of people, you know, I'm like, oh, wow, I'm, I'm just talking. You make me feel like I'm just talking to two people when, in fact, I'm probably talking to about maybe a couple hundred thousand. But um, it's very um, it's just a very a very private, fun conversation amongst adults. And oh, I, I thank love you. it. I could talk about yeah, it. I know. I know. When we had you on last time with Nicole, we we were we had. The reason it took us so long to air it, and I'm just going to be candid about this, yeah. is that it was so in the room, it felt so fucking crazy yeah. that I was like, how are we going to edit this yeah. episode? Because yeah. it was a lot of – but it turned out to be one of the funniest episodes ever. I was really? dying laughing. Are you serious? Yeah. I was yeah. listening to it. It had just come out, and my husband and I were on our way to Mexico, and I was like, oh, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to download the episode. I'm just going to listen through it, you know, when Yeah, because we were plane. avoiding it like the plague. I, well, we were nervous. <laughs> We were nervous, and I was listening to it. I'm laughing out loud. My husband keeps looking at me like, what are you listening to? And I was just – I kept shaking my head. It was so funny, so good. Nicole, man, she is – Both of you, but, man, it was – there were some gems in that one. Yeah. Some real gems. uh, At my bachelorette party, we were in Solvang. We went wine tasting, and I lost her. I lost her for like a day and a half. We couldn't find her anywhere. This was before The Hangover and all that. All those children came out with that film. She just came hopping and she was like, Lonnie, I was across the street at the hotel bar the whole time. I was like, my God, we went to the casino. We went to the, the Saddle Ranch place. We went to that little Western, like, you Mavericks. know, karaoke place. Oh, yeah. We couldn't find you anywhere. I went there after my wedding. She was yeah, across <laughs> the street the whole time at some, like, Marriott bar. Oh, my God. Uh, just hanging out there all by herself. Nicole has hysterical. some. I feel like she has some interesting times in solving. We there are a lot of stories about my wedding. I'm, your yeah. wedding. I mean, I, I, I. Uh, the fact that she came out of that wedding alive, I have no idea. <laughs> No, she's a cat, you guys. I know she, she is. She is a cat. It's uh, it's uh, she's 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 one of the greats. I know we got to get her back on too because now will. she's in a new relationship. We got to talk about that. She's dating a piano she's man. Always, we say that every time. Piano. She's always in a new relationship. Don't jinx after it. We talk to her. Don't I, jinx well, it. This one's we, actually I, really good. I think. No, I, well, I, after, I think, after I think we, he's going to walk her down the aisle. You guys, really? Oh yeah, I think oh, they're going to get married. God. Oh god, I got I got to be at that wedding. Oh yeah, I've got to be at that wedding. It's gonna it's gonna be good. Can you imagine the lamps? The lamps at the wedding <laughs> <laughs> oh it's so good 
so good. <laughs> oh my god. She'll sell it to you for forty bucks, just like your Mueller hat. No, it, apparently for a lot, they're like two hundred and fifty. Are they really? She really yeah, went high price on those lamps. She's got to lower those prices. She still owes me a fucking lamp. She promised me a she lamp. She owes me a lamp too. She's gonna make one for my son. You know what I? You got to go happens? over there and pick it out. You got to like. No, get- she reads your face after she says, "I made you a lamp." And a lot. If, if you don't like, if you're not just smiling like Chucky fucking cheese, <laughs> she's like, "Oh, he doesn't want one." I get it. Oh no, I, I want it. my lamp. I want my lamp because I do too. I. I think I, eventually, I really think eventually this Nicole Tom, I, like, like you said earlier about like 30s and 40s, how your career's changed. I think she's – and I'm not like even exaggerating. I think she's a future Oscar winner and it sounds crazy, but she's so talented to me and, and no one gets how crazy and talented she is. Oh, I know. And I just – and I want I need to have a lamp so that when she is, I can eBay it. Well, I'm really <laughs> excited that Cameron Diaz retired. Because yes. I, I feel like she could maybe take those roles from Cameron and also Jennifer For Coolidge. Coolidge. Agreed. To yep. me, Agreed. I think Jennifer Coolidge, uh, um, once she retires, Nicole will be able to um, – Yeah, I think we're all in line. Everyone's in line. You know yeah. what I mean? Everyone is in line. Definitely. You know? I'm, I'm just uh, – I'm, I'm convinced. Just it's, make sure you bring your wine glasses and your napkins. Bring your wine glasses. And your large, large car- carpet bag. You, you, I know. Big I, giant I, bag. I, I, I got to figure this out because I'm always scared of props. Don't well, be. See, Look, okay, I think it's scared, all changing. Then don't bring them. I'm serious. No, I'm, sca- I'm scared of props in an audition. When I'm working, don't I love props. Them. Don't bring them to the audition. If you're scared of it, F the props. No props. Because that's all you're going to be thinking about is, oh, my God, they think I'm crazy. I mean, I'm like thinking like, oh, I had an audition where there's a payphone. I could have brought like a fake payphone to the audition. A and fake- <laughs> Look, I, I, I find it to – look, if you would have brought in a little like actual like, you know, rotary dial phone, yeah. I would have been right. very charmed by it. Yeah. All right. Seriously. Well, a lot, uh, good luck with good luck the rest Atlanta, of your, your stay there yeah. in the Dirty South. Can we, can we take a picture with the, my, with the phone – and with, you guys? Yes, we can take a picture. Yes. Yes. Okay. I am, I'm very attracted to you these days, Allah. I, I'm, I listen, like the I'm, growth. You're, you're I, just looking hot. Salt on. and pepper hair, salt and pepper beard. Oh, oh my oh. God. It's my husband. He's morphing into your husband. You, I, I, yes, you are morphing into my husband. It's, it's oh my so weird as people get older. How, like, I feel like um, Harrison Ford is looking a little like Tom, is it Tom Brokaw? Like he, they're, yeah. they're kind of like, they're all looking like their dad. They're starting to cross section a little bit for me. Yeah. That's, isn't that interesting? I'm okay with it. I'm fine with it too. It's, it's okay. <laughs> I like the growth, sweetie. How does it feel to have all your hair? Uh, see, I'm afraid to say anything about it. Cause I'm, as soon as I do, I'm afraid that's when it's going to, I'm going to start. Let's not talk it. about, we're not, we're not going to talk about it. Because my grandfather on my mom's side is bald, completely bald. I think you would have already started going bald. Hmm. I don't know. It does feel it does feel thinner, but it's not I'm not losing it. No, you're not gonna have a lot of I have a lot of hair, but I'm growing it long again. Oh, Oh, that's you're gonna go are you gonna and stop relaxing and you're gonna go back curly? I stopped relaxing. Oh completely. I stopped relaxing. It's like white, white. Amazing. I like it. Yeah. Looks good. I I would grow it out. You look you you'll look like Iggy Pop. Yeah, I'm throwing it full out. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be like Karl Lagerfeld. Lovely. Oh God. Lovely. I, I'll take it. 
well, Alana, tell us where we can find you. Oh, you can find me at Alana Ubach on Instagram. Um, I'm always on Insta. Actually, I'm not always on Instagram, but I, I am on Instagram every once in a while, like once a week. And I do post really fun things. I promise I'll make you laugh. And uh, you can find me on Euphoria on HBO. It coming out on June 16th. Woo! You can find me. I'm Christine Lakin. You can find me at Yo Lakin. Uh, and I'm Alec Led. <sighs> don't ask. On and, all platforms. And Rob, our lovely engineer. You can find me at para.jpg on Instagram. Please keep harassing at para. I really need that account. Thank you. I appreciate all your help. <laughs> And you can find us at Worst Ever Podcast and Worst Ever PC. If you want to email us, it's worsteverpodcast at gmail.com. Alana, thanks so much for being on the Thank show. Thank you for having me, you guys. I love you. I, I don't love you. I love, love you. you. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right. We'll hear you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye, sweetheart. Bye.